Hi, and welcome to Mr. O's Sideways View, a blog and podcast dedicated to all those folks who aren't me. And I've noticed a surprisingly large number of people who aren't. Hmm. Anyway, I'm Mr. O, and it's time to take another sideways view at our crazy world. Where I live, we just had a local election. Would you like to know what I love about elections? When they're over! The thing is, around here, they're never over. They start about a year before you can vote with folks at the market waving petitions in your face. Then, a cute, busty lady from the local news channel creates a special report telling us to be on the lookout for folks waving petitions in your face. That's really unnecessary. I knew it beforehand. Then again, I guess busty women have to earn paychecks too, even if they are behind the times. Of course, once the media gets a hold of something, it's like being grabbed by a lobster and hurts twice as bad. They have to interview everyone involved and make sure it's the worst possible case. I remember one petition last year where folks wanted to change the law and allow all high school graduates to be able to get a driver's license. Now, the driving age is 16, and most folks graduate at 17. So I wondered, why is this an issue? Apparently, there's a 12-year-old genius in my community, and parents wanted her to be able to drive herself to college. I didn't sign because I had two questions. First, why should they change state law for one person? Also, does the kid's feet even touch the pedals? If you answered no to any of these questions, then maybe it's a bad idea. You think? The local media didn't agree with me. They had the mother on TV. She was crying big tears, saying she would have to pay her housekeeper extra to make dinner if her husband had to take their daughter back and forth to college. Which, by the way, was fully paid for in scholarships. Those poor people. I mean, maybe we should set up a charity so they can hire a chauffeur while we eat beans from a can. I think not. I don't even have a housekeeper that I could pay extra. But I digress. Anyway, about the time your stomach is getting queasy from all the news coverage, the politicians get involved, especially the ones who are up for re-election soon. They hide in the grass like a mongoose and cobra, waiting for the first to move. When the first did, the second would strike back hard. In this case, it was Councilman Stancato. He said this was a foolish issue, which would only cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to put on the books and would apply to no one. That started it. The floodgates opened, and Mayor Peters came out with research papers stating there were seven such students in our state, and since IQs were on the rise, there would be more in the future. Stankato defended his positions by stating that seven in a population of 12 million is a negligible percentage, so I'm still right. Peters countered with a human factor in an interview where he almost cried, stating, Those poor, intelligent children, we can't leave them behind. 
it became a citywide debate where everyone had an opinion. Therefore, congressmen had to get involved. With their involvement, the issue went statewide, and it got all the 250,000 signatures it needed to be put on the ballot. Once on the ballot, things went crazy. The United States is a two-party system, so both the Democrats and Republicans felt they had to make this an issue of party loyalty. They put money behind it. Lots of money. A full six months before the election, the radio and TV ads started. They started simple, mostly like what Stancato and Peters were spouting. Of course, with so much at stake, the parties couldn't stop there. They escalated the drama surrounding the issue. The thing is, when one group kicked it up a notch, the other kicked it up too. By election day, the ad stated if you voted one way, you were sentencing millions of people, especially children, to death on our state's highways. If you went the other way, you obviously worshipped Satan and likely ate human flesh. Also, there were the telephone and mail solicitations. Those came mostly in the form of... We know you're loyal to our party. We certainly can't let them win. That would mean the end of the world as we know it. Don't think for yourself. Vote our way, because we said so. I even got recorded messages from both of my senators and media celebrities. I have no idea which side they were on because I hung up on them. Finally, election day came. I rejoiced. This stupid issue, whose petition I didn't sign because it was stupid, was finally going to be over. If you don't believe me about not signing, listen to the beginning again. Before I progress, I have to tell you something about myself. I entertain children, and sometimes I have to do weird things for that job. It's okay. I get paid well for being strange in this way. Anyway, I went to the polling place, ready to cast my ballot on this controversial issue and a few others. I stood in line. Suddenly, I heard a very distinct, oh. At first, I wasn't sure. But a moment later, I heard another one, followed by, hmm, hmm, hmm. I turned around to see a lady behind me looking thoroughly disgusted with me. As I am not the type of person to let this kind of thing go, I asked, Excuse me, is there something you need? She replied in a huffy voice, Your hair and fingernails are green. Now, I'm not one to let idiocy go unnoticed. So I looked at my hands and said, Oh my, thank you for pointing that out. I hadn't noticed. I started to laugh, although I really didn't want to. He angrily responded, There are important issues to be decided here. At your age, I would think you would give them a little respect. My answer was concise and truthful. Believe me, madam, I'm giving this issue all the respect it deserves. Anyway, I cast my ballot and went home. Sadly, I spent the rest of the day as if I was secluded in a cloister. As it is with all election days, all radio, TV, internet, social media, and smoke signals showed nothing but election results. And I didn't care. I'd find out the next day and that would be the end of it. But it wasn't. 
Yes, the results were in, but somehow this foolish issue was a close call, failing by only 1%. For days, the losing party called for a recount and made sure the public knew it. After the recount, which incidentally showed they lost by a larger margin, they screened for a month about vote tampering. Then, for some unexplainable reason, they started the process all over again. Luckily, it didn't go this time. The thing is, it has given me a mission. I am looking for an even stupider issue. A law which won't affect more than one person. Maybe even nobody. Wouldn't it be great if that got passed? If you have any ideas, please tell me. Thanks for listening, and I hope you laughed a lot. Stop by anytime. Open 24-7 for your smiling convenience. If you liked it, push like or share it with a friend. If you missed an episode, you can hear Mr. O on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Remember to subscribe so you won't miss it again. If you'd like, you can send me an email at osidewaysview at gmail.com. That's O-H-H-S, sidewaysview, at gmail.com. And remember what I always say, laugh now. You can be crabby anytime.